Whoa, 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 are you revving a Hellcat engine, or are you preparing me a Hailey Bieber Choco Monkey smoothie, Ty? Actually, Eric, I'm doing both. I may be blending in the back of the Maybach, but if you have this blender, you can blend anywhere. Wait a minute, you're telling me that this blender is battery-powered and portable and lasts up to 15 blend cycles? Hell yeah, brother, it lasts longer than me. This is the Blender 2, and it's better than a girlfriend. Well, our breadheads don't have either, but they can use code BREADHEAD12 on blendjet.com to get 12 inches off this BJ and start blending in the bathtub. Taking baths sounds a bit too zesty for me. By the way, this thing has free shipping and colorways that are giving me an insurrection. Well, that's right, guys. It comes in strawberry, mega smoothie red, Pixar illegal alien green, and LG BLT pride rainbow. Whether you want to blend in or stand out, get your 12 inches off at blendjet.com. Code BREADHEAD12. so good eric i'm coming off a real high from the weekend and i have so much to share with you today this is this is going to be a great episode dude i'm looking forward to it i was thinking about all of our activations this weekend um Mm -hmm. you know ty and i dined at subway Mm -hmm. that was huge um Mm -hmm. i have you were there with me ty but you don't know everything that occurred because there was something that i kept a secret until now um, oh wow! We can get into that now or later. Up to you. Let's jump right in. So Eric and I went to Subway this weekend, <laughs> an activation in my neighborhood. Uh, as mm-hmm. the breadheads who are familiar with the matter know, a brand new Subway location opened in my hood, and yes. Eric had to come and sample the local cuisine. So That's right. I take it from there, Eric. You roll. You roll in. What did you just do? <laughs> <laughs> I heard a snap. <laughs> that was my magic mouse falling off of my table. <laughs> Hard to keep, catch a mouse. It is. Um, what did you say, Ty? I did, I came over to your house or something? <laughs> well, kind of. Yeah, you you rolled up to my crib in your whip, a Mercedes Benz E Class, strolling through the neighborhood. You mm-hmm. wanted to sample the local cuisine, the, try the customs and the uh, culture of my where my my homestead is yes right your homestead i you're right i pulled up we i said on on the snap app hey i'm outside subway (laughs) (laughs) it's like i'll be right outside the subway just pull up i'm like okay great so i pulled up saw ty walking over a real sleuth like to my car um we parked walked into the subway (laughs) for a quick little lunch and, I did um, feel like a, a lot lizard the way I was approaching <laughs> you in the bends. <laughs> like, you wind down the window a little bit, like a, the GTA 5, like, disc cover. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it was that. You were holding a lollipop. It was really weird. I, I was kind of concerned. Um, yeah, time rolled up to the window. I, like, cracked it by one inch only and mm-hmm. said, how much? And he said, mm-hmm. 12. I said, say less. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, I got to check out the subway, the aforementioned subway that I talked about last episode, the one with the vaulted ceilings. I have mm-hmm. to admit, I was picturing something a lot nicer 
<laughs> kind of like a monastery vibe. Uh, <laughs> something more grandiose. Yeah, I was picturing like almost like a Best Buy warehouse in in a sense, like very tall ceiling, um, TVs on the ceiling, also like a like either a dentist or Best Buy, either one. Um, but it was neither of those tie. It was only a few feet taller. Um, still mm. pretty different than most subways, I guess. But um, yeah, I found it to be underwhelming. But that's that's on brand, so I wasn't too upset about that. Uh, you wanted 12 inch. You were expecting 12 inches. You only got six. And that's on <laughs> me, Eric. I'm so enamored with the nuance of Subway that the smallest of change <laughs> deserves a very like large segment on our podcast, almost to the fault of setting false expectations. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't blame you. Um, I don't think you were expecting me to pull up either. <laughs> So you probably sold it to our listeners as well, as much as you did uh, to me. Um, mm, but anyways, def- we... Definitely pandering a bit. <laughs> it's okay. I, have, I fully understand. However, Ty and I, um, what's that? I was going to say the bre- breadhead term for pandering is panera din. Thank you. Or pan, even just pan, because it's, uh, it's French. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> pandering. Pandering. Pan, pan? It's like some, it's like, I don't know, Spanish? I don't fucking know, bro. Dude, Brett has gone crazy. We call it a pandemic. <laughs> this whole time, <laughs> it was actually a breaddemic, and we are the, we're the wet market. I started mm-hmm. it all. Well, thank God for us. Um, yeah, in this case, it wasn't a lab leak, <laughs> but it was directly from the subway wet ingredients section. Gotta dry the mm-hmm. wets, Ty. That's what they say. You know, um, some viruses are born in a wet market. Others are born in a very dry toaster. <laughs> um, well, after we got to Subway, Ty, we ordered. It was just like clockwork. Like, no matter where you are, as long as you're in a Subway, you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And we proceeded to order. However, the menu was confusing. I will mention that because you were right about that. Um, it's funny because, like, a paper menu is like harder to change and update and iterate on, but mm-hmm. these were all TVs and yet they still like couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's. I think they iterate too quickly with the TV menu. The technology affords the possibility of a daily change to the menu, which means every visit I have to relearn how to read the menu. It's mm-hmm. Like, my God, they don't need to change the fonts. <laughs> my God, um, just put the TVs with the same stuff next to each other. Like yeah. the the actual sandwiches are on are bookending the sides. Yeah, that's why that makes sense. They're trying to put the soup right in front and center, so I gotta mm-hmm. scan left or right from one in, one end cap to the other if I want to see all of the like the signature sandwiches. Exactly. Bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is bullshit. <laughs> um, and then yeah, we got our sandwiches, and here's the secret path. <laughs> It's like, you know, when it's like you're trying to like torrent music on like the Pirate Bay and you have to know where to click. That's how I feel ordering at Subway. I have to like looking around trying to avoid all of their ads for other bullshit, trying to just yeah. find the, the genuine sandwich to order. Anyways, I digress. What were you saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like explaining to somebody like ignore the big green play button. That's actually a virus. <laughs> um, click on the small play text. <laughs> Yeah, it's whack as hell, except, like, you don't get, like, weird porn on your computer if you order the wrong thing at Subway. 
well, you know, you might have a make... similar feeling. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the opposite. Like the weird porn probably brought you to Subway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Subway's online marketing scheme. <laughs> like you hit the wrong button on on the pirate bay, and it downloads the menu. <laughs> yeah, one wrong ambassador, and you're forever linked with child porn. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. But anyways, I got my sandwich um, and I was at the uh, debit machine and I tipped the sandwich artist 10%. What? I was uh, shoulder surfing behind you. I, I was like a, <laughs> like a helicopter manager, the way I was waiting for you to finish out your order. And I could have sworn you hit a few more presses than normal on that little pin pad. <laughs> and I even thought to myself, yep. <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to accuse you, so I didn't bring it up. Mm, I appreciate you avoiding the accusation. But yeah, I think in order to save a click, I you know, went for, for the 10% tip because it was the cheapest option. And I couldn't like really see how to avoid it. There was no clear like no option. Um, usually at our location, you know, in downtown, there is like an older terminal that has no touch screen mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just says like, is this correct? Yes or no kind of vibe. So that's much easier to navigate versus this new touch screen bullshit. Like this whole new subway is like way too technological for me, clearly. Um, like, don't they know that I record this podcast on AirPods? Mm-hmm. Dude, and new touch pads at these like, uh, point of sale systems unless you're using a uh, torched square they're always like not a proper touchpad they feel like an old like nokia phone touchpad where you have to like still press and feel like a <laughs> click on the screen yeah literally you gotta press down on it and like break the screen for it to register but mm-hmm. yeah Ty, i um i also maybe felt a little guilt because it was a brand new subway you know it's been open for maybe 48 hours mm-hmm. and I was also visiting your hood. So, you know, I had to pay respects. You know, I'm a guest Mm -hmm. here. This is my first time in the area. So I had to, you know, make sure that, like, whenever I visit, I got to check in with Ty, you know what I mean? On some gang shit. Thank you for supporting my local economies. You're welcome. I hope that your neighborhood (laughs) um, is able to open up some good businesses in the future, unlike this one. Mm, well, every aspire, every sandwich artist is just waiting till they can get enough tips to get out of there and then open their own business. Whether they re- resell shoes or maybe they open a spa. I don't really know what the sandwich artist long term like professional plan is, but I'd imagine it's because they're good with their hands, like a masseuse, maybe. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's a great idea, and it's probably accurate. Um, but to actually backing up one second, I want to call out another moment of panic that I had at Subway. Mm-hmm. Um, when my sandwich artist was folding my sandwich over, you know, getting it ready for its wrap job, she stuck her like all eight fingers. <laughs> she stuck all eight fingers into my <laughs> into my sandwich. Okay, and like press down on all the veggies in order for the bread to close. I've never seen this before. Usually they kind of like do a half fold and like they don't really care if like most of the veggies are spilling out. 
But mm-hmm. I actually kind of appreciated it later on because when I unwrapped my sandwich, there was like full bread to bread contact around mm. the entire sub. It was like fully enclosed in bread. Like a burrito. But, like a burrito, but there was like a lot of veggies and meat inside. So I didn't sacrifice any of the flavor. Mm-hmm. It was just more compacted, kind of like a junior chicken from McDonald's, you know? Yeah, I feel you. I did notice that the cross section of your foot long had a really clean cut. You could see like the meat territory and the lettuce continent. <laughs> it was a really nice little map of the flavor profile, but mm-hmm. that is very strange to go in two handed, all digits, finger deep in the foot long. I, I have seen in some scenarios the sandwich artist will take the bread knife and kind of press the tomatoes mm. down to ensure stability before closure. Mm-hmm. Um, never have I seen them go in both hands and just like <laughs> play a foot long like this, like the ivory keys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was like doing a perfect keyboard form. You know what I mean? Like finger on the mm-hmm. F key and finger on the, the J. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Index finger, you know, pressing down, making sure my all my veggies are there. Um, Honestly, I respect it. And that must be in the onboarding for a new subway. Like, that, eventually that'll probably go away as mm-hmm. the subway matures, you know? Yeah. Um, one other thing I noticed, Ty, and this was really interesting because it's the exact opposite of what I just described. This is like a baked-in habit that seemed to manifest itself very, very early on into the subway's lifetime. Mm-hmm. And this is when I was ordering my vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, veggies, please. And I said, yes. And then I, I was like, I started with the tomato. And mm-hmm. at, while I was saying tomato, her hand was in the lettuce bin. <laughs> <laughs> where, it hand, be, where it doesn't belong. <laughs> exactly. It was in the wrong bucket. It was in there. And I was like, oh, look at the tomatoes and lettuce. And then she dropped the tomato and went back to the lettuce. So clearly there's an order of operations. And so that's why they probably encourage you to like rip off all of the vegetables you want right away. Thoughts on that? Yeah. Oh, totally. I'm sure there's a strategic order for placement. It probably is max optimized for sandwich closure. <laughs> um, but I when it's dude, as soon as they put the hand in the lettuce bucket before I start speaking, it's like get your hand out my fucking lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Amazing. That's when you. That's when you just got to start mixing it up. You got to keep them on their toes and fingertips. Um, start with the pickles. With... I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm starting with black olives next time. Come on, yeah. black olives in reverse order, basically. It's like a good uh, a good tennis match, right? You want to send your opponent to the corners. Exactly, send them to the corners. Um, yeah, slice at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, it always ends with deuces. Yeah, <laughs> dropping a deuce on him. Um, yeah, yeah, that's whack, dude. That she would be so um, <laughs> forward with that vegetable selection. <laughs> I my biggest challenge with the artist was at the very beginning of my order. I asked them which bread option was the least popular because I wanted mm-hmm. to mix it up a bit and I didn't want to be make like a norm core sandwich. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't really understand the question. Fair enough. But said, once, least, least, like, why would you need to know that? <laughs> Anyways, we, uh, like, like, like a good detective, we were able to get the information out of her. 
Turns out mm-hmm. it's Tex-Mex bread. I can't believe that because that's basically two cultures coming together. That's a, a large population that would have a, like, they, they, they probably have a say in Tex-Mex bread. Yeah. It, it accommodates an entire country. Mm-hmm. Mexico is bigger than Italy, isn't it? It's very similar shape. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess so. But there's more people in Mexico. So in theory, there's more mm. Mexicans that would opt for a Tex-Mex versus the Italian version cheese is what I'm getting at. I would think so, right? Unless they consider mm. it cultural appropriation. Mm, maybe. But so is the herbs and cheese. Like, I don't think Italians eat that. That's true. So what <laughs> ethnicities do eat at Subway or which, <laughs> which countries eat at Subway? Uh, Surrey. <laughs> <laughs> Surrey and, uh, I don't know, Delta or something. Right. Where, where, which population or, like, which, like, demographic has the most construction sites? It's probably that one. Oh, yeah. It's wherever gentrification is happening the most. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So, apparently, Actually, next to your place. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of construction. Um, yeah, but anyways, I tried Tex-Mex bread. It had a little bit more spice than Italian herb and cheese, and I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you want a heavy hit and flavor profile? Mm-hmm. I would suggest the Tex-Mex. <laughs> I'm even the opposite boat tie. I'm going straight back to where I came from. <laughs> I'm going to back to the Italian herbs and cheese. Um, the main reason for that is because I think the Tex-Mex did a number on the roof of my mouth. It was so dry and crunchy and crackly and a lot of like dust on top that was like crusty, musty, dusty, crusty, musty, (laughs) dusty, rusty. Um, It was going, it was doing a number on me, Ty. And I don't know, I I left that subway thinking like, wow, this is too spicy. And it's like my my mouth is shredded and Mm. not like the lettuce. Mm, That's too bad. So you've returned to white and bland bread? <laughs> exactly. I want I want cheese. And the only way I can get extra cheese at Subway without paying more is to get it, it baked into the bread. <laughs> I, I totally get that. Um, <laughs> so I don't want to come across as like a radical, but I think cheese belongs inside the bread. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, that's all I've had really to say about the subway experience we had, Ty. We did have a lot more fun had, was had after. Um, after the subway, Ty, we went straight to a gun range. And mm. yeah, that was that was exhilarating. It wasn't my first time shooting anything. <laughs> um, clearly. Clearly, but uh, it was yours. And I want you to talk about that a bit. How was it, you know, joining the boys in blue? <laughs> it did feel full circle that we uh that police officers love to go to subway we talk about subway we get paid to go- talk about subway <laughs> and then we use that money to go to a gun range to shoot guns with a police officer <laughs> it was, it was a amazing. circle the circle of life if you will mm-hmm. exactly before I get into my experience, I do want to share that you are an incredible sharpshooter you've clearly shot your shot with uh more than a few uh, tools before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
he's familiar with the tools of the trade. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right, Ty. I was leading the ordering process. Much mm-hmm. like when you order a sandwich and you got to choose your vegetables, I was, you know, in charge of the ammunition ordering. Mm-hmm. Um, I was suggesting to the group, like, it's like when you, you want to share something with the table, it's like, how about we, you know, share a rifle as well, guys? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we can't go in there shooting only handhelds. <laughs> yeah, you totally. We need something, uh, we need something to, you know, really sink our teeth into. And that was the AR section of the menu. <laughs> It really was the like it felt like you were like managing the appetizers for the table it was very um thrilling to just like stand behind you with my mouth open and just wait <laughs> um but yeah you're a sharpshooter you didn't miss your target which is fair i've never seen you miss your mouth with a foot long and it's a very similar action absolutely um but ty it was really fun actually to listen to you ask the barista the arms <laughs> dealer um <laughs> questions that you would probably ask like a restaurant like server you know mm-hmm. like um you know which one of these has the least kick <laughs> what's the heat level on this <laughs> yeah i want to know the least amount of kick um you know what's the difference between these two mm-hmm. um one seems to be longer like there was a choice between like the long revolver and then a short one we opted for the 12 inch obviously obviously um but yeah, there was a lot of questions that went into the ordering process. Um, and we even shot off a nice little Desert Eagle, which was pretty cool. That was uh, definitely the highlight of the day for me was firing that fireball generating. That was really the jalapeno of the, uh, <laughs> the gun selection. Absolutely. It was, it, dude, I wish that the menu for the gun selection had like little symbols next to it to tell me like what's most popular what the um mm. the gun range thinks is their favorite with a little star mm-hmm. ones that maybe were like little... manu- manufactured ethically <laughs> yeah maybe a little v for like you know this gun will be good for like the soy boys mm-hmm. it's just like, like a that. water gun <laughs> the least recoil <laughs> yeah it's like shooting like um nerf bullets mm-hmm. but uh yeah. shooting shooting a gun eric has a very it's a very surreal experience it was my first time um to do that and I walked away from it feeling like uh just really really like toxic you know I felt like oh <laughs> man I'm a, I'm a I'm a dude you yeah know? dude it was thrilling I felt like my biceps grew a little bit yeah I mean it's fun to explore different sides of your personality you mm-hmm. know I mean? like you probably never would have done that if it wasn't for me being like hey let's go let's go shoot some guns today let's get in our you know uh toxic toxic masculine bag and eat at subway and then go shoot some guns and that felt awesome dude like downing downing a foot long before shooting guns was the right move because it added an additional weight to my center of gravity which allowed me to manage the weapon a little bit better so brilliant stringing together of activities Mm-hmm. I could be a, like a party planner or something like the, the way we like organize that set of activities. We also um, went for beers after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, what else did we do? Oh, we played pool. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was just a very manly day. Like, I don't know what Hell else yeah. we could have done except for like, I don't know, taxes or something. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Uh, shot, uh, ate some tacos, the most manly of finger foods. 
<laughs> Actually, maybe the least. <laughs> Damn it, I wasn't going to mention that, but... <laughs> yeah, dude, it was wild. I've had a wild weekend. Uh, beyond shooting guns, I, like, rented and drove around a, a red Corvette on Saturday. Uh, convertible <laughs> Stingray 2016 mm-hmm. V8. You know, uh, that got me, that gave me the idea. And um, I was like, man, I'm going to go look for a nice car to drive on a rental app. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found that one. I found the red Corvette that you drove. And then, like, oh, sick. the host's name is also Ty. Yeah. And I, I was know. Like, I was like, I saw it. I was like, Ty's red Corvette. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, I, uh, it was pretty funny meeting him because it's one of those, like, the Spider Man meme of them all pointing at each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you should take it for a rip it's really cool you will completely understand the male gaze after driving a corvette (laughs) because the only people that look at you in that vehicle are old men who stare you down and young boys who point at you and smile (laughs) yeah i mean it was great (laughs) how did that make you feel ty did you like feel like you need to give them like a show did you do any burnouts or do a quick one out in the middle of the intersection. A little bit of a, a few vroom vrooms here and there. Oh yeah, buddy. Love to see Sometimes it. I was cranking back honestly, never mind the whole time. It felt like the appropriate vibes for a sunny day with the top down. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So that's the show they got was me bobbing my head. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, I want to talk about guns a bit more, Ty. I don't think we're done on that topic, but obviously not. Um, we shot some, <laughs> we shot some mighty melts. We shot some mm-hmm. six inches, and a foot long. Um, out of those three categories of gun, what was your favorite? Well, Eric, I really enjoyed shooting the foot long gun, aka the semi-automatic rifle, <laughs> because it had the laser pointer in it. Uh, which made it incredibly accurate and it had the least amount of recoil. So you know that my my little tiny shoulders had no issue managing mm-hmm. a sandwich of that size. Um, mm-hmm. it really, and it really felt the most like a video game to use. Yeah. That one it, did feel like a toy. Like it was actually scary how easy it was to use. I'm like, wow, like anyone can pick this up and like just go to town <laughs> on anything. Like yeah. it felt really easy to manage. And that was like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, maybe there should be like some friction here. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd think, yeah. Uh, it's funny that video, like, sh- like Call of Duty and video games try to like create an aspirational environment for like gun use in war. But then when mm-hmm. I was actually using that gun, I felt like it was trying to create an aspirational environment of a video game. Like they're both trying to be each other. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Maybe maybe they just maybe the game designers just do a really, really good job of it. Because like I found that when I it was time to like reload the pistol, I knew exactly what to do. And like I granted I have done it before, but it's like muscle memory just like kicks in and like you know exactly what you're doing. You don't even have to like look at the gun. It's just like ready to rock. We're all being (laughs) radicalized by EA games. Yeah, absolutely. They're they're brainwashing us with the skills required for the next world war. It's like we're downloading all this information in our brains so that when we're of age to join the army, we already know how to use all the guns. Yeah, totally. I, I feel like like all these like new 
the, the new age like war game genre is like cooking games i don't know if you've played like overcooked or a few others oh, yeah which i think is like subway's opportunity to radicalize a gen- <laughs> a new generation of sandwich artists equipped subconsciously with the skills they need to pump out footlongs for big way mm-hmm. wow you're right so it, it's entirely possible that quiznos um which is a scripted TV show, <laughs> is doing its best to deplatform uh, Overcooked. I think so. Yeah, Quiz- Quiznos needs to kill Overcooked. They're probably lobbying the government about uh, like getting getting the youth off video games, like banning mm-hmm. the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know they're they're always banning, trying to ban video games, and that's a really funny like position to take. Because mm-hmm. I think the assumption is like, oh, yeah, these kids are being more violent because of the video games. But they never really think like, oh, maybe just violent kids love these violent video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think <laughs> so. Maybe they need to ban the violent kids. Exactly. Ban the, yeah, ban the violent kids. Hand them some plastic gloves, a visor, and, you know, see what they're able to create. That's what I, that's what I say. Hell, yeah. Um, Whoever made my fucking Tex-Mex sub was a violent person because that <laughs> shit tore the shit out of my mouth. I'm still like recovering from that. I don't know, man. I watched them caress your foot long with all eight fingers with the gentle, like a master pianist. <laughs> and uh, I don't think there's any, any violence in those fingers. I think it's misplaced aggression at best. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Um, or tie the toaster the toaster is this like uh this is npc you know in the mm-hmm. subway universe but it holds a lot of power because when i saw your sandwich come out it was pretty white still you know i mean yeah, it, was, did. it didn't look too crispy um i was like oh okay maybe like you know it's a new toaster you know there's like a break-in period you can't rev it above 3000 rpms mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta keep it pretty chill for the first few orders but then mine went in there and it was like, like, nu- like nuclear. <laughs> it went nuclear. <laughs> Damn. Oh fuck the t- the toaster dude. It's like the Terminator of the subway. It has no allegiances, not to the mm-hmm. artist, not to me, definitely not to Paul, the franchise owner. Definitely so not. It, it 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 beats to its own heat. It beats its heat all over our sandwiches, Ty, and we have mm-hmm. no say in the matter. Mm-hmm. You're really rolling the dice, like. I didn't want a sandwich with the complexion of a ginger. I wanted a, like a perfectly golden marshmallow brown, but sometimes you you get what the toaster wants you to have. The toaster, <laughs> the toaster knows. Mm-hmm. There should have, there should be like some kind of shuffle button at Subway. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if I don't know what I want, can I just hit shuffle and then I get like one to two random meats. Um, like any random assortment of vegetables, mm-hmm. random two sauces, and they call it a day, and a random cookie. Why not? Yeah, why I think that'd be so fun. I, I would love that. I, I'm sure that's an app feature. I've uh, <laughs> I, I don't have the app on my phone anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I deleted it as well. There's no reason to have it. Mm-hmm. Until Subway launches a credit card. That might be oh, the move. Be like, like, do you have the Subway MasterCard? <laughs> Dude, it'll be a scratch and sniff for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's 
speaking of scratch and sniff, we we reeked of subway the entire time we were shooting guns. Mm-hmm. And I think the only thing that eliminated the smell was like the gunpowder. <laughs> oh yeah, the smoke coming out of the barrel of the revolver. <laughs> yeah. And then it like it kind of like infused with one another. And then mm-hmm. it just smelled like like a prison, you know what I mean? Like law enforcement and bad food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I, I was like thinking, is this how like Tom Ford comes up with his ideas? Is that you just like straight together a bunch of like really smelly activities and then reflect? Probably. Like, what's the IRL version of like an eyedropper tool, but for scent? Like, mm-hmm. can you capture like air in a jar and be like, I want, I want my scent to smell like this gun range. Right, and like cocktail shaker it together, mm-hmm. but it's just air. It's just air. Yeah. Wow. That's I don't cool. really understand. I don't really understand aroma. I I know <laughs> how to experience, but I don't know how to create it. Yeah, like most things in this world, my friend. Mm-hmm. Except for sandwiches, we can experience and create them. <laughs> wow, Subway really is a superpower. <laughs> Dude, it's it's democratic art. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's incredible, Eric. I feel like I'm excited to go with you back to the way, back to the gun range. <laughs> We can bring things to the gun range to shoot at. Should we bring a footlong? That would be so funny. <laughs> uh, I'd like to put the subway menu actually <laughs> in the back there and take a few shots at it. There's your randomizer, Eric. Wow. We could shoot a shotgun at it. Just like have a buckshot decide where mm-hmm. where the bullets fall. You know, that'd be a pretty fun day though if you printed off a picture of every single ingredient on the menu. And then took it to the range, popped like 12 bullets in, and whatever you hit, you put on your sandwich afterwards. A little apre shoot. (laughs) Dude, nothing works up an appetite like shooting a 50 caliber pistol. Mm -hmm. Wow, I love that. Yeah, dude, we we gotta reactivate pretty soon. Let's go to a different gun range. And I say we skip the pistols. Let's go straight to the heavy hitters. Mm -hmm. ARs only. (laughs) I do want to work on my pistol wielding. Yeah. It's a good appetizer. Well, it was just, it was such a, uh, I guess, like, surprise that you were so good with it. Mm. Because you were just, like, right off, right off rip, like, rat, tat, 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 straight in the middle. So casual. For all I know, you were one-handed doing it. And um, I thought to myself, oh, I want to be like that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm honored, Ty. Um, Yeah, I guess it's practice. I don't know. I also had a beer beforehand. Like, you had Mm -hmm. a coffee and I had a lager. And I think that's what, like, just calming my nerves down. Right. Um, Get the jitters out. Yeah, the nicotine patch also helped. But (laughs) (laughs) So you spent the whole day, like, taking the steps, whatever steps necessary to lower your heart rate. Yeah, absolutely. I took a bunch of deep breaths. I listened to a Jay Shetty podcast while we mm-hmm. were taking your turn. Um, and then as soon as it was my turn, I just click, clap, bow. See, I thought that the 12 inches of sandwich I had ate would have put me in like a comatose. And I, I, w- I would be so sluggish behind the trigger that I would, 
have such precision as a result. Mm. I mean, there's always that scene in like any action movie where you uh, like, there's like some nerdy type or like someone, Mm -hmm. I guess someone who just never shot a gun before. Their only task is to shoot the bad guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the bad guy's not even looking that way or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And to save their friend, right? And then they just like panic and they go, Ugh! and it's like they just shake, they shake up a storm, and then maybe the bad guy sees them and they're like, hey, what are you doing? And then, mm-hmm. you know, they drop the gun and they, they run or whatever, even worse, get caught. That's kind of how you approached it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go as far as to say that was what I did, but <laughs> I definitely tried to talk myself out of it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You saw the human behind the clown graphic that we were shooting at. Mm, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm a person against I, for the ethical treatment of clowns. <laughs> I'm not. I hate clowns. I hate, you know. Just everything they stand for, really. I don't. I can't even. I can't even articulate <laughs> who I might be talking about, Ty. But just let's just say clowns in general. Bit ironic from the guy that's recording from a pillow fort. <laughs> if only the listeners saw your face right now, because this blanket you put <laughs> above your head for sound dampening purposes has slowly just shifted down the entire time. <laughs> uh pod reveal eric and i are trying something new today we're both (laughs) recording in a pillow fort in order to uh, take advantage of the sound dampening qualities of blankets to reduce Mm -hmm. echo and improve the listening experience for you the breadheads and just so everyone knows we're not in the same pillow fort um (laughs) that would be extra zesty we are doing this remotely um good good call yeah i just want to make that um, Mm -hmm. absolutely crystal for the listeners today Mm-hmm. Anything wow. else from you, Ty? I think I've uh, pretty much um, tapped out of all the sauce I had in the in the in the bottle. Oh yeah, dude! I'm fully squeezed. I'm ready to take a nap. Oh yeah, um, Brightheads, thank you, and thanks to everyone who purchased a Blendjet mm-hmm. using our code Breadhead12. Um, mm-hmm. All that money is being reinvested into this podcast mm-hmm. and, and ammunition. And ammunition for activations like that because I think if we can find a way to use all of our profits to like fuel content creation activities, I think we'll be in a really great spot because um, we're always gonna be doing something fun and novel, and that's what that night is going to. So thank you, Breadheads. Mm-hmm. It allows us to expand the universe of Subway and. <laughs> keep us potting we're like the tesla of podcasts all of the revenue gets reinvested in r&d mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely rest and digest wow <laughs> that's beautiful excellent that's our podcast title right there <laughs> <laughs> he came through in the 11th hour i know we were we were searching we were reaching bro but uh we we got there anyways toss your breadheads Later this week. Ciao. Ciao.